Welcome to the Real Barman Podcast. This episode first aired as a video on my YouTube channel. Don't forget to visit the resource page at barpatrol.net and therealbarman.com for a ton of resources on running a better bar and restaurant. These are the top seven reasons that bars and restaurants fail. If you watch and learn, you will greatly decrease your chances at failure and greatly increase your chances at being a hero in your child's eyes. Let's roll. How you doing? Dave Allred, The Real Barman here. Let's not mess around. All right, the number one reason your bar or restaurant will fail is lack of financial backing. Okay, we call this operating capital, and too many people don't plan for mistakes and catastrophes and natural disasters, and the fact that for the first year, maybe nobody even comes into your restaurant. Okay, you need a cushion when starting a business because if you try to shoestring and tightrope walk your financials without a net, you and your business will almost certainly fall to your death. Okay, make sure you have a smart business plan that takes into account anything and everything that could go wrong and that you have enough capital to get through the tough times. And this might mean that you need to find a partner or investor to back you. And the worst thing that can happen is you just start getting traction, you just start getting some success, and you run out of money. All right, number two for restaurant failure, or any business failure for that matter, is the most cliche reason in the history of planet Earth, and it's location, location, location. Okay, even back in the prehistoric days, you know, if your cave was in a bad location, you'd get eaten by saber-toothed tigers, which means your cave would fail. All right, and let me be clear about something. Your restaurant success is not just about a great concept and great food. Okay, you can have the greatest concept ever thought up in the history of the planet inside that beautiful brain of yours, but if it's in a lousy location, nobody's coming in. Okay, and it's not even necessarily about the busiest location either, because a high traffic area that is super busy might have rent that is through the roof, causing your occupancy cost to skyrocket, which means failure is soon imminent. All right, in other words, the amount of people you can fit in your restaurant is finite. And if you can't hit enough sales to justify the high rent, it's not a smart deal. Okay, and just for your own information, occupancy costs should not exceed 10% in most situations. <clears throat> okay, there's other factors also to having a great location that you should consider, like visibility from the road, you know, what's the parking like? Uh, what's your competition like? You know, are you a barbecue place, but there's like three other barbecue places within two miles? That's just not smart. Okay. What are the demographics? You know, are there old people, young people, uh, blue collar, wealthy? There's a lot to consider. So you'd better know what you're doing when you select a location because it's a lot more than the potential of the place that you picture in your mind when you first see it. Okay. Number three is poor systems in place, or more likely, no systems at all. Okay, anyone who knows me knows that I'm huge on systemizing. Okay, there are owners and managers out there who are working 60 hours per week with no systems, and they spend their time doing wasteful tasks, and they're putting out fires, and they're taking on situations as they come, instead of having procedures in place to account for and deal with those situations. Okay, and if you haven't read the, the E-Myth by Michael Gerber, do yourself a grand favor and grab yourself a copy and read it. Okay, like tonight. Okay, it will change the way you look at business operations. Okay, the premise here is that the owner and manager put systems in place that define the way the business should run. Then those systems run the business and the employees run the systems. Okay, this way, the business is not dependent on any one person. In other words, you don't need a superhero there to ensure that the business is, is successful. Okay, the systems should be set up and set up and so well defined 
that any knucklehead could come in and run the business simply by following the systems. Does that make sense? So basically, without systems in place, the employees and managers will do whatever they want, which is usually selfishly motivated, and their actions and behaviors, left unmonitored and unchecked, will eventually cause the business to fail. Game over. Okay, so examples of systems would be job duties and descriptions of every position in the company, opening and closing side work duties, daily bookkeeping and accounting, regular inventory counts, customer service rules, you know, having checklists for each of these things, and so on and so forth. Very organized. Okay, the better you define how the system should run, the better chance you have to succeed. Okay, number four, you don't have enough industry experience. And this is big for just about any business in any industry. I don't really see too many cross-industry in business owners, even though they happen. But for some reason, everyone wants to open a bar or restaurant. Okay, like you don't often hear about real estate agents opening a clothing boutique. But when it comes to opening a bar, you know, it's just wide open. Seems like people have, uh, they just want to open like an adult playground. That's what they think a bar is. And the money's just going to come raining down on them like rappers in a strip club. All right, so what happens is you have people who have a lot of money who decide to dive right in and open a bar or restaurant, and they think they can just hire GM with experience, and it'll all be good. All right, not true. Your employees and managers are going to come with you, come at you with questions, and you need to have the answers. And they're going to be industry-related industry questions, not just random business questions. Okay, you have to have the right answers. And if you don't, not only... Will your, will your business suffer, but your staff is going to lose respect for you because they will smell an imposter, and that's never a good thing. Okay, so if you don't have some years of experience in the restaurant industry, run for the hills. Okay, it can be a beast. Trust me. All right, number five, you undervalue the importance of repeat customers. All right, let me tell you what I mean. I've talked a lot about this recently. Uh, acquiring new customers is five times more expensive and takes just about as much energy as keeping the customers you already have. Okay, promotions are great. Yes, you should be marketing and you should be getting new people into your place, but I find that the owner's focus is about 80% on coming up with new marketing and uh, new marketing tactics and little gimmicks instead of nurturing their existing base. Okay, the truth is, if you spent 100% of your time ensuring that your guests all had fantastic experiences every time they came in, you'd be so busy that you wouldn't even have time to focus on marketing at all, okay? And this goes hand in hand with creating a great guest experience, uh, great customer service. If your service sucks, it doesn't matter how you got them in, they ain't coming back, all right? So once you're up and running and you have people coming in, make sure to build loyal regulars. This is a surefire way to succeed instead of blowing your wad on marketing every month. Okay, number six, no measuring, monitoring, or following up. Okay, most businesses are just flying by the seat of their pants. But the truth is, if you don't monitor what's going on, you can't measure it. And if you can't measure it, uh, you can't see where things are going wrong. And if you can't see where things are going wrong, you can't improve it. And if you can't improve it, guess what? Yep, you just failed because of reason number six on the real barman's list of doom. Okay, if you don't want to improve your business, you know, why the hell are you even in business? Okay, you should go work at you know, Chevron gas station selling five-hour energies and corn nuts. Okay, I'm just saying, okay, as the, as the great Edward Deming once said, and he was an expert at business management, he said, in God we trust, all others must bring data. That's a great quote. 
All right, in other words, if you're just blindly hoping that everything going on behind the curtain is working out for you, you know, you're done. Okay, and that brings us to reason number seven on the top seven reasons bars and restaurants fail, poor execution. Okay, this one is so common. New business owners have all the gumption and they have the grit and they have the intention, they have the energy in the world to make their place amazing, but they don't execute the plan that they themselves put in place in the very beginning. Okay, they, it just goes flat after a while. They don't keep that energy up. I see it all the time. I will help a bar or restaurant out and tell them exactly what to do. I hand them the plan and they turn around and they do it their way. And by that, I mean they don't do any of the plan or very little of it. And then they throw up their hands up like a spoiled brat when the sheriff shows up with an eviction notice. Hey, you see it on Bar Rescue. If you watch that show, John Taffer tells them what to do. He remodels the bar. He changes the name. And then the show returns six months later to check up on how they're doing. And they're right back where they started because they don't have the courage to execute the good plan. I'm done. Stop freaking lying. Look at this, for Christ's sakes. Okay, they want to execute their own plan, which is to be uh, partying and drinking on the job and have nothing to do with the systems that were put into place. So then why don't people execute? Well, it seems so simple, right? Uh, the main reason is because to execute something means that people have to change their habits and beliefs, and people don't like to do that. It makes them uncomfortable. It happens with New Year's, res res excuse me, New Year's resolutions all the time. People have an idea of what they want. They create a plan to achieve their goals, which requires them to change their current behavior and create new habits that they were not practicing before. And all this takes more effort than most common people plan for, and common people are not mega successful business people. All right, that's just the truth. It takes a lot. It takes all these things I spoke about today, and then it takes the balls or the vagina, if you're a woman, I'm gender supportive. All right, it takes all those things to actually execute the plan you set forth by putting systems in place and following up. So if you want your bar and restaurant to succeed, take care of these seven things first, and then you can tackle all the small things that come after and you'll be able to do so because you have now created a solid foundation that won't crumble because of your incompetence. I know that sounds harsh, but I'm here to wake your ass up. So I hope this helps you out. I hope you plan everything out. I hope you're smart. I want to thank you for hanging out with me today. I do appreciate it. I'm going to see you next time. I'm out. Thanks for hanging out with me today. Remember to visit the resource page at barpatrol.net and therealbarman.com for both free and paid resources on running a kick-ass bar and restaurant. I'll see you next time. Cheers. <laughs>